You're listening to Being Jim Davis in an unexpected turn of events, the podcast known only to the world as Being Jim Davis releases yet another heartbreakingly beautiful episode. What wonders does it hold? <laughs> Joke's on us. You stopped listening months ago. And we'll never know. It's true. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. Christopher, it's Saturday, September 19th, 1981, and we're reading the 1189th ever Garfield. That's Garfield number 1189 on 0919191981. Classic. What happens in this Garfield? Classic series of numerals. John, in today's Garfield, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never ever during your trials and testings. When you saw only one set of footprints on the countertop, it was then that I was Garfield, the well-known fictional cat. I have one problem with that synopsis. I'd like to hear it. I feel like it really should say paw prints. Yeah, that's fair. Do you want me to change it now? Nah. Nah, it's too late. I don't care that much. Fair enough. Look, look. If If this effort comes up again in a Garfield and we decide to reuse the synopsis... We'll remember to change the word footprints into paw print. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? To save time, mm-hmm. we'll just change the foot part of footprints into paw. Yeah, that way, that we will, don't, there's no reason deleting and then rewriting the word prints. Three panels. Yeah, three panels. Okay, John looks super weird in panel one. It's just <laughs> a static shot. I mean, they're all static, but yeah, it, none it, of this. This moves. one especially. So, yeah. I mean, like he's just it, we. It's a rare, like f- dead, of, dead on, front on. Yeah, Listeners, straight between the eyes. If you're shot if you're Gar- looking at the John. Garfield strip and the characters are moving, you have <laughs> taken too much ayahuasca, <laughs> or not enough, or not. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah. I, I, it's, does look, he look it's really one, it's weird? one or the other. It's one or the other. Law he looks the really weird in, to me in this one. He looks like... He does. Like he's his, addressing the reader. He's addressing the reader. His eyes are half closed, and all, he's also cross-eyed a little bit. He mm-hmm. looks like drunk or something. Yeah. I I have an issue with today, with panel one, but we'll get to it. Uh, what is John Arbuckle saying? Well, he's not saying anything. He's just a collection of ink. Okay, within the fiction. Okay. Oh, There's yeah, a speech okay. bubble. <laughs> the words inside the speech bubble, which mm-hmm. is pointed at John Arbuckle's open mouth. It's. I would say it's emanating from his yeah. mouth, Chris. He's looking straight at... He is looking at us dead on. Like, usually you, this, you see, okay, like, you, a three-quarters view of him, Is you your know? problem going to be that the speech bubble is coming out of his ear? No, that's... I'm okay. fine with it. I feel like it's pointed towards his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, He's it saying, gets there eventually. It might owning, have to go through part yeah. of his head first. Owning a pet is ideal for single people. And then there's a space, and then there's a period. I don't know why there's... <laughs> a, I'm correct about that, right? It's a space between... It does look like that, yeah. yeah. Here's my issue. Before we even get all the way through here, it's fine that he said single people, 
But remember when he used to call himself a bachelor? Oh, you missed that, huh? Yeah, I wish. I, and I know that single people is more inclusive. It's yeah. gender neutral. It doesn't even assume that there is a gender binary. Yeah, but I, I like. Like... I liked it when John Arbuckle referred to himself as a bachelor. It had old world charm. It kind of feel like it's an out outdated term that. Oh, should definitely. Even, die a slow, painful death. Even in the or a early, quick one, I guess. That even in the early nineteen eighties, it was already outdated. I, I enjoyed it all the same. Anyway, owning a pet is ideal for single people. We have companionship without the hassle of raising a family. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I mean, it's not unfair. Yeah, no, it's fine. John, look, look, not to get personal. I'm I'm married with a child, mm-hmm. and I feel like John Arbuckle has hit the nail on the head. Sometimes it's a real hassle. Sometimes, uh, John, it's a real hassle. Yeah, you, you got to drop somebody off at school or pick them up. There's you know some kind of sporting practice. I wouldn't know. This says this is foreign. I don't know. This, I mean, well, I don't that's why I'm asking I you. I mean, I, I feel like I don't know what's involved in raising a child. That's why I'm asking you about your experience. You, John Arbuckle. It's like John Arbuckle is speaking directly to you, John. You're a single person who owns a pet, right? Ostensibly, yeah. Would you find that? Do you find it ideal? Like, does this speak to you? Because I feel like John Arbuckle is basically mocking me. He's like, is he's it saying, an I- It's like he's saying, "Hey, asshole, you could have had all that companionship with a pet. You didn't have to raise a fucking family." See, I don't read it that way at all. I think okay. you're mis. I think you're. I think you're misinterpreting the syntax. Oh, okay. And I feel like you always do that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a bad thing that you should feel bad about. <laughs> Look, I, I, John, I can't um, understand you because of the syntax, which you're just mangling. What he's saying uh-huh. is that is that being single. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me let me think about this for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like pet, it can be interpreted in a few ways. But owning yeah, a pet is ideal for single people. Oh, so you think John Arbuckle says I shouldn't have a pet? What? Okay, go on. I, I mean, I don't like, think because I'm not that. single. It's not ideal for me to have a pet. Fuck oh, you, oh, John. You, you were the I in that sentence. Okay. Um, I think what he really means is being single is ideal for owning a pet. I mean, that's not what he says, though. I know, but I think that's what he intends. Oh, I yeah, maybe. I feel like I what he's know. saying they, is like if you're single, it's great is, to have a pet. That's what I, that's how I'm interpreting it. If you're single, it's great to have a pet. But then I feel like he rubs mm-hmm. it in in the second yeah, the word sentence. ideal. I feel like the word ideal doesn't really fit there. Mm. Like, because what are you saying? Like, uh-huh. what is I? What what is the ideal there? Mm. What, like, yeah, what, is what, what kind, of, what kind of ideal? Owning what's a pet the ideal? And life? Not owning a pet. You're saying like, what's the ideal life? Like, what's the telos of you know? I mean, owning a pet is binary, so it's a little weird to say that, like... Well, I mean, a, that's kind of a hidebound... I feel like owning a pet a is little, a spectrum, John. It's weird to... You know, why you, it, gotta, why you gotta enforce the pet-owning binary? <laughs> in panel two, Garfield walks along, you know, and when John I think it, turns his okay, head. Two points on that, John. When I think about it, though, I feel like owning a pet is a spectrum. Like, imagine if there's feral cats in your neighborhood and you put out food for them every night and they come by and they hang out in your yard. That's fair. Um, point two, I do feel like he's rubbing it in here. 
in sentence two because the way um you know people talk about like oh you know family life married life it's a companionship blah 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 you're not alone it's like he's saying hey fuck you married people we get companionship and we don't have to put up with the hassle of raising a family and i feel like he's making an apt point I, I think what he's saying is ideal between the the binary choice of owning a pet and not owning a pet. Yeah, I guess. I, guess, like, I, I feel like no, 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 Chris, you're full of it. shit because he's talking about the the situation of being single. Okay, that's not the reason I'm full of shit. I was no. full of shit before we started reading. No, this but one. it's but it's but it's how you're incredibly wrong about this, mm-hmm. and you're like you're reading in something that isn't there. Um, um what he's saying mm-hmm. is that given. The situation of being single. Yeah. It is ideal to own a pet. It has nothing to do with married people. You're saying, yeah. Look, if you reduce if you reduce this statement but I, to symbolic logic. I'm not done here, okay? Okay. No, I'd like to hear the rest. The second sentence doesn't, doesn't... The second sentence doesn't explain the first. And that's why it sucks. Because he, uh-huh. he says... Like, you're right. The second one does kind of like get into that the territory of like, like he's a thumbing statement. his thumbing his nose at people with families y- yeah um which is fine yeah because like to, to have that second sentence be an mm-hmm. explana- explanation the first sentence really should be it is ideal to own a pet and be single <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah 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 if if x is human uh-huh. Then single and pet owning X is ideal. Yeah. For all for right, all but, but X, what he actually for says all X if <laughs> For all X such that 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 X is single. Yeah, if X is single and owns a pet, <laughs> X is greater than other Yeah, but yeah. that's not what the this first sentence actually says. Yeah, it I actually guess. says for for all X such that X is single, mm-hmm. it is the case that owning a pet is ideal okay i feel like you're there's no reason to us to feel that the second sentence has to be an explanation of the first i mean like the second sentence is just an addition to the first I, I, no, I, don't, I don't think it's like i don't think that it's mandatorily you know experienced that way but i feel mm-hmm. like it's the most natural well most natural way for that that whole thesis to to flow I guess. I mean, it depends, you know, on what seems natural to you. I feel like... So, we've talked about panel one for way too long. I feel like there should be a semicolon after people instead of a period. Strong... Number one, strongly <laughs> agree. Number two, I do I do want to point out that I have made the argument in the past that Garfield, the comic strip, is really... It's so emblematic of the cultural shift of the 1970s that became, you know, dominant in the 1980s. Like that Garfield is like, you know, like hip hop music, like punk rock, like televangelism. It's like it flowers and dominates the 1980s. And it's it's born of the the tumult of the 1970s. And that this is like it just bears mentioning like this is a comic strip about a dude who lives alone in his house with his cat and has very few friends. And it's like that, that atomization of society mm-hmm. 
you know, balkanization. He's, yeah, he's detached oh, I, I from say. his family. That's he a fun lives word, in the it? suburbs. Yeah, bo balkanization is a super fun word, John. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you think people from the Balkans feel about it? I think they love so. it. I think they're having fun all the time. John. I think if there's Whatever. one if there's one thing that's fun, it's living in the Balkans. I think we're done talking about panel one. Yeah, panel I think two, so. Garfield walks along, he's leaving paw prints on the counter. John is looking disapprovingly at mm. same. Yeah, panel three, Garfield crosses from left to right, and those paw prints are very evident. John Arbuckle, who's at the left side now, is probably the camera either. Well, look, we could speculate all day as to what the camera did between panels two and three. Who cares? Doesn't seem like something we'd do. No. Uh, John Arbuckle is looking at Garfield and shouting, wipe your feet before coming into the house. To which Garfield responds in thought, fuck you, old man. You don't understand my generation. I don't owe you anything. Or whatever. I guess he's, he thinks is that what he, he's thinking, that, okay, dad. Okay. I feel like uh, this is an okay. It's an okay. Yeah, I like it. All right. Quip by Garfield. Yeah. <clears throat> You've been listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast about the comic Too Old for Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> God. Uh, you can support the show by leaving a review on the thing. Go to the website. Do the photos thing of your pets. It's yep. fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. If you haven't posted one recently, um, get a new pet. You should get it. Get 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 a new yeah. pet. Yeah, post a new Jim, look, look. The being Jim. A lot of people are probably feel left out. They want to post a photo of their pet on on the Google Doc that we've linked to our website, but they don't have a pet. They're like, oh, can I just post a photo of some cute animals I like? No, you cannot. Get a I'm pet. Fine with, I'm, I'm fine with no, that. No, get a pet, post photos of your pets. If you want to post photos of someone else's pets, that's fine, too. I, well, get their consent first. Oh, yeah, you, you, you got to get the consent. Yeah. yeah, you need their consent. Um, www.beanjimdavis.com <laughs> Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.